0: Hello, it's it's Rom Doing's Christmas special. It is. Take two. <laughs> take two. You wouldn't have heard take one, sadly, because um as John Prest say <coughs> everything crashed his windows computer caused audacity to crash so we lost lost... 45 minutes of what i would argue (laughs) it's possibly the greatest podcast that's ever been recorded you say that ironically because it was was actually quite silly it was dreadful it was dreadfully silly and as almost as if the lord jesus had decided that he wanted to cause audacity to crash i'm not sure if you could call your literal 10 minute lecture on derrida silly i think it's very sensible (laughs) no. <laughs> We've genuinely lost a 10 minute lecture. No, I, I did a 10 minute lecture on postmodernism and yep. deconstruction and what it actually meant. Uh-huh. And it was a proper lecture. I mean, it was no break. You know, to answer those critics who say that all I do is talk about neighbours. Those critics. We have so many critics <laughs> yes. in the but, public eye. But it's true. I mean, it was a proper long lecture. Can you lecture. walk down the street without people saying, hey, you're that Nick Mailer from Rum No, I, I find it very difficult to. They say, I recognise your voice from your face. That's true. They do that quite quite frequently, so so we're sitting here afterwards literally, and I don't mean figuratively, mm-hmm. I mean literally, literally recording That's by true. which i mean we we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're making a chord again once more, our chord is being established, yeah so it's an interesting experiment that, uh, <coughs> stop coughing I'm going, sorry I managed go- not to cough all the way through the lost the lost podcast. <laughs> I think we'll go down in legend yeah are we-, we have scraps of it like uh, yeah. like finding broken pieces of a treasure map <laughs> yes we have tiny bizarre three to seven <laughs> second bursts of it in yeah. weird chunks yeah there were, I think my lecture was good but anyway maybe no we'll, it was, maybe, it was we'll, maybe we'll resurrect my lecture from the chunks at some stage but I'm not going to give it again today um Anyway, it's the Crimble special, and what we talk about. Stop and... saying Crimble. He said there's all the way through the Lost one as well. What's wrong with Crimble? I want to do the joke about having the script next to me again. That no. was the best bit of the Lost podcast. Oh yeah, because that we... was the funniest bit. Yeah. No, you see, it's lost. It can it's never lost. be known. The magic it can never is be lost. Understood. I mean, I, I think uh, we, we will resurrect the topic. <coughs> stop it. I will stop. The, otherwise, I'll just stop. Stop the breathing. The. <laughs> The topic last time, which will be resurrected, okay, is I think is, is 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 it the end for the Great British pub? That's the that's the theme for this Christmas special. We didn't even bother <laughs> thinking of a Christmassy topic not to discuss. Like we could obviously have picked um, councils banning Christmas, yeah. or you know, or um, no, how, but even even uh, mentioning that as a joke. Would That's have made true. Me feel too sad. Singing Christmas carols makes uh, you know is isn't allowed because of the Muslims. That could have yes. been our, that could have been our topic. Actually, no, there were good things in the last part. we thought it was terrible. I keep thinking of good things like the the Layered Racism we did. Oh, yes. The racism layer cake was quite good actually. Oh good lost forever the racism layer cake. Probably just as well. Cause Eight, you'd probably be in prosecuted in the future. Hundreds of years in the future people will discover the scraps <laughs> yes. and they'll be like there's one undiscovered rum it was referred to in episode 11. No, we've never known it before. Just piecing no, it together it, from those. It'll be threads. like you know, the, the rummaging in John Lennon's punch drawer for <laughs> bad recordings. Well it'll be like the where the gaps are between the chunks. They'll work out what's most likely that we would have said in those gaps to link each and they and, strap they, and, they, and, they, and they really won't have any idea. <laughs> no, will they? they won't. No, not at all. Gosh, I'm telling, I think of many bits I'm glad are gone. Uh, yeah, so am I. <laughs> um, well, I thought, actually, bearing in mind that we're a bit sad now... I'm a little glum. We're a little glum. So let's talk about things that make us not glum. Um, well, you know, we, we do talk about things that annoy us rather a lot. That's true. So, I mean, what, what, what doesn't annoy us? If do we you can think of okay. such a thing. What do you actually like? What, what do you think? Mm, I quite like this and that's the reason I'm not going to slip my wrists today. Well, I don't, I don't tend to live my life on the, on the precipice of suicide. Why not? <laughs> I do know. Things seem, mad. Things seem okay. Yeah. Um, but I have certain things like, you know, I have, I have anxiety disorder, which means yes. I'm very prone to panicking and worrying and letting my head go off in stupid yes. directions. And so I have kind of like safe place things. Yes. Which are just things that are safe and regular. And cosy. And cosy and cosiness. And, and so, and one of those things is, and I can't believe this is true because only a few months ago I was slating this for being so terrible and it is terrible but one of my favourite safe places archers. Now is not The Archers no that still remains is a nice cream tea is Eggheads I take certain comfort in the regularity and dreadfulness of Eggheads oh that's a television program it's a daytime quiz yeah, show yeah, yeah. on the BBC on the BBC yeah. which presented by ultimately Dermot Murnahan <laughs> and Jeremy off of Kyle Newsnight no not Jeremy Kyle thank goodness Paxman uh, no the other one the one on Radio 2 now yes him Anyway, and it's like, you know, five members of the public versus five of the greatest quiz team in Britain.
1: And And who loses
0: all the time? And the contestants are absolutely appalled. I watched one yesterday where they barely look like humans. (laughs) It's amazing, and and there's and then there was Are You an Egghead? They just had that series running concurrently with Eggheads. That was another forty five minutes of Eggheads every day, and now it's Celebrity Eggheads. It's brilliant. So you find it comforting, do you? I do find it. It's dreadful, and and but there's something kind of just comforting in in how cosy it all is. What else do you like? I think you should say something that you like. Okay, something I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like well made chips. Now, how what do you consider a well-made chip? How do you how how do you are you a French fry person or are you a big thick fresh cut? Halfway chips? between the two, but the point that you make there is fresh cut. Even if you go to quite good restaurants these days, you will find so often they use frozen chips mm-hmm. out of a big bag, which they then will reheat, uh, <coughs> and and, uh, and that's so depressing. It's very difficult to actually find a restaurant except a traditional chippy, usually up north, that right. still. Peels a potato Which potato it... Which potato Do you want your chip To be made of Well Maris Piper Is the classic isn't Well it? Maris Piper Is the traditional But then the golden delicious um, I, My friend Stu Campbell Is Swears by And he brought me some And they are remarkable potatoes Like you know Whether you've Never had I've I've not heard of them no. They're slightly too uh, Powdery It's not a of powdery texture To them Which is why They're her- heralded As the greatest mm-hmm. Chipping potato But yeah. for me I'm a, I'm a bit of a pleb Right And I prefer the, the, the kind of Fluffiness Of a Of a Of a Maris Piper I, I like it when, you see, the outside needs to be really nice and crunchy oh, yeah. in, a, in a very good way. There needs to be a slight air pocket, which is a few dollops mm-hmm. of oil trapped in it, just to lubricate yep. what comes next. And inside it almost needs to be like an almost sweet mashed potato Like inside. a baked potato. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what makes for a good chip. Absolutely. And you. it's very difficult to find them here. Well, uh, do you have a fry yourself? Um, double frying is the way to do it. Of course, I've done the whole and the triple frying. It takes for, about um, three weeks to it takes about three weeks to produce. And but they are good. Mm-hmm. to to get that lovely uh, we went, when we were in Amsterdam which we've been oh, to yes. before and our uh, our, our landlord uh, it was me and Victoria and you and our landlord happened to be cycling past that's right uh, inside a building inside, I remember, Yeah, you're and, and we, allowed to cycle everywhere yeah, in Amsterdam and he kind of said, us, we said oh how are you fine and I said uh, as a joke said, no, uh, point us out to the best chips in the world please <laughs> and he said oh just down that corridor over and there and that alleyway, down it, was down little, that alleyway. Yeah. it was like an, an, two major streets and an alleyway between them we thought we must have gone the wrong way. Yeah. And then there was just a hatch in the wall. Yes. Uh, it, was, it wasn't even a shop. No, we weren't looking for it. It was just like conversation. He said, my yeah. oh, dear, is there anything you want? I said, well, mm, tell us where the best chips in the world are. Oh, ha, ha. They were just over there down yeah. the alleyway. Uh, and they were. They were absolutely, they served in the cone and you had your choice of uh, dressing. Different sorts of mayos and things yes. like that. And they were fantastic. Is then, there is nothing better. On a cold day, mm-hmm. a cone of chips well made with yeah. good quality. I made. even remember going to the Guildford Lido mm. um, in the summer when, of course, it would pour with rain every time you went there. And even then getting a soggy cone of, of average chips was a delight. Yeah, it is. There is nothing more delightful than that when the weather is just right to allow. It. Um, that said, I mean, a good chocolate fudge cake is nice as well, but... I don't know, I'm not excited about chocolate. No, but it's a very different. I don't like chocolate-favoured things, but there is a certain... Sometimes when you're just in the mood, you're having a hot drink, and a certain sort of very squidgy, but not too floppy, fudgy, right. cakey thingy would do me very well, thank you. I'll go with the fudge aspect of that theory. you sure? I, you, I know you would. Are you calling... Is that a joke about homosexuality? Yes. Oh, I yeah. don't know. You do know. That was the standard of the lost podcast not this much more refined <laughs> it is placement it's it more refined okay so i've given a uh, thing relaxing i like sing back <laughs> what else do you like then well, i was just thinking about gilford leader had a crazy golf course and i love crazy golf there isn't enough of it no there isn't it would solve the world's problems danny baker said this week the problem with crazy golf is that you have the people uh, behind you when they catch up and so and it's the- just a horrible awkward situation it says what the solution is a crazy golf course for every person in the country yeah or parallelized crazy golf Yes yeah, so, or you know, I wish there was some sort of established etiquette for that situation, that scenario, when you've caught up. Well, what should happen is when you've caught up you should only be allowed <coughs> should only be allowed to play pretty crazy golf in the uh, when it's really cold. Right. And when you've caught up, you're treat Because usually you dread and oh god I've got to wait for them or they've got to wait for me or whatever that's the point when you should be given your cone of chips and you're oh, allowed to take a few a chips idea. while you wait. So waiting becomes a treat in itself. You should be timed and then for you have a pace. And if someone comes up behind you and says, well, I go at... I go at five, and you go. I go at three, and then you go let them go ahead because otherwise they're just going to be perpetually behind you. If it's just a random catch up, if they're three and you're three, then then you keep continue playing through. My dream, this is my dream for Crazy Golf. You have a dream, like I have a dream. This is this is very much on a par with the dream that he had. Okay, is to become rich enough to build a full size golf course, but Crazy Golf. Yes, so literally a windmill, right, on on one of the courses, and then a a hillside turned into a clown's head. (laughs) With a mouth to knock I'm the ball through, just decapitate a clown's head. Well, it's not going to be big enough unless it's a clown that happens to be the size of a hill. Yes. Okay, fine. I'll decapitate him. Yeah. So that's my dream. It's like the full. S- can yeah. you imagine how I don't have no he interest might, in playing golf? I just rot. want to watch other people go on my crazy golf course. Surely there's a TV game that does this for you. I can't believe there isn't one there was a crazy golf a person who's done this in the whole world there's been a whole bunch of them one of the first games I ever reviewed for, for PC Gamer was called Mini Golf and I gave I'm it sure Michael percent. Jackson must have yeah, as part well, that's of, his, thing, as part part of his kiddie attractions but he didn't. there must have been a... that's my point no one's ever had the sense to build a, sure a full scale kn- crazy golf knock course knock my ball into your hole he must have are you trying to do a Michael Jackson joke no you shouldn't speak ill of the dead Nick you I'm not. Shouldn't, You shouldn't speak ill of the dead, um, even though uh, that law seems to be in place purely because of the libel—the expiration of libel laws when people <laughs> die. You then have the moral duty not to say anything bad about. Yeah, them. it becomes moral. Rather, you than shouldn't it. speak ill of Hitler. He's dead. That's true. He's I sha not say another word about. You shouldn't not his, stop his with painting, your insults to his, Genghis Khan. Hitler's paintings weren't that bad. What other nice? What things? kind of Jew are you? Yeah. What other? What the nice worst Jew of all? What the nice? Jews. What nice paint? What what other nice things? It's, it's my turn to be nice, isn't it? Yes. I quite like the Fontenelle. Tell me about the Fontenelle. Do you not like Fontenelles? Well, tell me about them. They're, the they're quite dangerous, though, because you're very tempted, aren't you, to press too hard. And then they we'll <laughs> would become tragic. I have no idea what you're talking about. The little, the baby's head. Oh, of course. Where the, the bones aren't fused properly. It's got the little soft bit. One of my favourite jokes. And you jokes... press it. I mean, obviously, I don't press it, but, you know, you just feel it. Mm-hmm. You can feel it so soft and kind of yielding. I've never, I've never felt one, but my one of my favourite jokes in the world. Well, think about... To... Think Let me tell my favourite but, joke. But before you tell the joke, you said, I've never felt one, and I have to fulfil your aesthetic and aesthetic desires. Um, think of a, a little drum. Mm-hmm. Uh, made out of warm human skin, <laughs> yeah, and I then see. I have one right here, <laughs> and then make the drum skin slightly less tight than it otherwise would be mm mm-hmm. My uh, cat's doing a vision of the sleigh bells for a Christmas Yes, <laughs> and then you won't hear it on the mic. And then just press gently on it, and it feels like they're so weird. Basically, if you press too hard, you probably get down to the... Well, you press the brain, brain, so you don't want to do that. Well, my favourite joke's comes from an episode of Dr. Cat's, and I can't remember the stand-up who's responsible, but he says, when your baby's born, they have that small spot in the middle of the head. Yeah. He says, if that's popped up, it means the baby's been tampered with. You should take <laughs> it back. That's just one of the greatest jokes I've ever heard. Oh, well, actually, funnily enough, if the, if the fontanelle is popped down, what does that mean? I, the... the there's a vacuum in the head. No, what do you think it means? I don't know. It does mean something. Oh, you'll know this. If you ever see a baby like this? Yeah. It, it has a good tip. It means the baby is dangerously dehydrated and needs to be put on IV fluids quickly. Ah. Yeah. If they have got a sunken fontanelle, there you go. I've learned something very important. So there you are. I think, they, and they, they smell nice as well. The smell of a baby's head's nice. Is it? More nice things until we is get time. it not just smell of the talcum powder you use or something like that. They have their own little smells, but also I said, mm, she's smelling a bit like roses. Why is that, Victoria? Because I've been using rose hand cream and I've been holding head the head all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most of the time they smell of sour milk. So, what was the nice thing you were talking about? I can't fontanelles. Remember. Oh, fontanelles <laughs> are nice. Oh, I we should talk about fontanelles. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very old and very tired. Mm. You've it's also a... had too much of this uh, orange rum. Mm-mm. It's, I think we should just have this every week, every yeah. episode. We should Fair have orange rum. Carry on. We haven't found there isn't a better one. No, there isn't. No, well there you go. That's another thing I like. Orange liqueur, it's delicious. That's it. Orange liqueur is uh, also the argument I've made before Quintre, that alcohol, alcohol yeah. is only nice when it tastes like sweeties. Okay, no, I agree with you yeah. actually. Cointreau could always be a shared nice thing there. Cointreau, mm-hmm. orange liqueurs, all that sort of thing, where, where it, the the acid of the orange <coughs> takes off the sweetness of the liqueur and is also enhanced by the acerbicness of the alcohol. So it works all well together, doesn't it? This is true. Delicious. Um, What other things do I... Okay, I have a nice thing that I like. I like like a warm coffee shop. The coffee shop to be warm or a coffee shop that sells warm coffee? Where do you put the hyphen? (laughs) I was hoping it would do both ideally sad when they even sell cold <laughs> coffee in the coffee shop but it's lovely and cozy but even starbucks anywhere really where you can just sit down with the wi-fi and just have an afternoon to yourself where you actually also have it's not just a token sofa they actually have enough sofas for that's right. people to use a whole half one the, token. Yeah, that's right and you have to everyone has to camp around it and as soon as person goes to leave like pick up their coat and you're like ah, the sofa the sofa and everyone's Unlike fighting for it Yes, so they have that one, but only they're allowed to sit in it. Yes, they, they did jokes about that. In fairness, did they? Well, they other people be. sitting on their sofa. Mm. It was fun, but yeah, I love that. And I love. I've kind not of... noticed. I've not noticed a cold Starbucks before. No, pretty... no. Is it your general problem? No, I'm just saying a warm. Oh, coffee just like really like do... I just like. I like the being on especially on a cold day and sit there with my laptop, maybe get some writing done, just have a couple of coffees, and it's nice enough now that when I walk in, the staff know what drink I want without my having to ask, and mm. you know, it's just that's that is something I love. I like hypno running. What's that? It occasionally happens when you go running where you suddenly realize after the run or another part of the run that you don't you can't actually remember how you got from A to B like some portion of the run has almost been forgotten it just feels kind of nice like you've gotten some exercise for free because it becomes sort of monotonous but in a good way right. and you suddenly realize that you've been you've been so in your own thoughts and so hypnotized that you can't actually remember Going past the shops and down the road, but I must have because now I'm here, and that's quite nice when it happens. It's one of those things, one of those categories of things that are almost so elusive that you wonder whether they actually happen. Right. But when they do, and you actually capture it, it's it's very nice. You know that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking on on uh, yesterday to to Stew online, mm-hmm. and um, oh, he's the Scottish Nazi, isn't he? That's correct. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was chatting with him, and I was referencing. A, a, I think it was a Washington Post article in which they made an apology for having conflated two opposite things. They'd said that a story. Um, uh, uh, they, they said that Public Enemy had said, oh, only you spilt your rum, no." Yeah. No, um, they said that they said that Public Enemy had um, said that 9/11 was a joke. Mm-hmm. when in fact, what they said was the the phone, the emergency phone number 911 was what they were talking about, and they ran this apology. And I was just a, saying this. A pharmacon. Uh, I said, that you go, that's true. I mean, what what I the know. hell I'm talking about? then? Um, so he said, uh, sorry, I, I said to him, I sent him this link and, he, and I wrote. And can't I can't believe then I, back and I gave a whole pseudo intellectual talk <laughs> for 10 minutes, basically a full lecture, which was like, I don't just talk about neighbors. I still have got some brains. There. Please and it's respect gone. me. Please, exactly. Please. Please. I did a philosophy degree. Yeah. Please, it's not for now. And it's gone. And then I've said this thing to Stu and I look back at the instant message window and i would written a joke that I had no recollection of ever writing or even conceiving in my head. Hmm. So I'm a little bit frightened by that. I'm, I'm now telling jokes unconsciously. <laughs> you are going senile. <laughs> it's quite frightening, isn't it? Where am I? <laughs> Who are you? Why are you in my own bedroom? Okay, well, so what do you like then? What do I like? Hmm. <clears throat> I keep thinking of TV-related things. It makes me sound like a dreadful... Well, I've noticed most of the time on this thing you've been talking about TV in those I, ten episodes. i tell you what it is, what it's all about. Is it te- um, What's this all about? What's this all about? Uh, good TV something that's really important to me, and I have no outlet for it, no matter how hard I try. I'm cursed when it comes to writing about television. The first example of this, ten years ago, maybe slightly more... Twelve years ago, Cult TV magazine existed. it had been mm-hmm. running for about ten issues, mm-hmm. and I got my first gig writing for that. It was my first gig writing for anything. Uh, I think I, didn't I congratulate you for that. Perhaps I, reviewed... I. said, "Oh, finally, you're not just doing. <coughs> finally, you're not just doing games." I said, "No, this is pre-games. This is, is pre-games." You, no, I think you're doing only... some. No, game I'd own... no, 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 I'd only written for Total Film at this point, as right. far as I can tell, as far as I can remember, or maybe it even preceded that. But it was Cult TV, and they let me review the terrible cartoon Stressed Eric. And that was their last issue uh, that was it they closed down and I thought well that's a bummer because I finally got a gig on this magazine and it ceased yeah. to exist and little did I know that this is the curse of my writing about television
1: yeah. I got
0: a gig doing television reviews for Giant Realm in America and their websites their websites no longer they, they, Giant Realm still exists thank goodness otherwise Rock Paper Shotgun would struggle but they um, they, they, put their web pages their dedicated TV reviews and things gone yeah. um, but if you, if you think of your Lord surely your Lord Richard Herring has taught you one thing <laughs> And that is, if there is no outlet, then create your own outlet. So why don't you start? I rock... do. I why them don't don't you on my create? Blog. Why don't you start, say, a rock, paper, shotgun, telly? I do, I'd love to. RPS TV. That's RPS my. TV. That's my dream. Well, I think we're kind of we're focusing on. Getting up, yes, you know. I mean, into you've got the right to get it beyond just the dweebs and the nerds. You've got to get, <laughs> got to get it right for some real people. That's otherwise, right, yeah. Otherwise, the advertisers, yeah. otherwise the advertisers won't be interested. <laughs> never, never oh, mind you've them. got some real people there. And the <laughs> games industry being bigger than the film industry, never mind that. It's only nerds and dweebs. I, yeah, but that's play the only games. thing they spend their money on. That's the problem because they've got no social lives. No social that's right. Lives. <laughs> that's true. They've got no social no, lives and a they've a got fact. no girlfriends. They've got nothing else. That. That and pizza is the only thing they spend their money on. Is it? And <laughs> uh, unless unless, unless you can get um, games... Uh, you, you made a good point. I mean, games, yeah. games companies are not going to advertise on the game site because people that are going to buy the game or not, depending on whether you mm-hmm. say it's nasty or not. Pizza Hut. <laughs> Maybe you should try Pizza Hut. There you go. Are you, is this, are you bitter because you know that most people, the, 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 the most of the people you feedback back, at least, listening to this podcast, come from... The game side of it. Do we things. have anybody who isn't? My and brother and and Graham Payne. That's it. Well, I think we should ask people who, are, who, who listen to this. Because we know how many people listen. It's quite a surprisingly large <laughs> yeah. number. Uh, please. Whoever you are yes. out there. You. I'm talking to you now. No, yes. even... Look, you, you think that I'm talking generally. I'm using you. No. no. It's thou. You. I speak to thee. Yes? Specifically. Yes. Send an email... To rumdoings. To podcast. Oh, sorry, to, to podcast, podcast at rumdoings.com. I always make fun of people who forget their emails <laughs> on there. Podcast at rumdoings.com. Just send, send it now. Just I don't care. Use your, use your mobile phone. You've got. Send a blank email. Don't write any words just in Just send it. anything because I'm just really curious to see who you are. Say, if you can be bothered to put some words in. I mean, we've only spent 10 hours giving you this marvellous <laughs> entertainment <laughs> joy. Um, the least you can do is just email and say who you are, how you found out about it, and whether you're basically a gamer. Because I think everybody <laughs> who's done this is through John's Gaming Connections, all the hundreds of people who listen. So just do it now. Nick hates gamers. Look, go to your... Look, I don't... all of you listening. Just bring out the 14.4 modem then. <laughs> yeah, it's in the back of Plug it in. Yeah, the uh, the modem initialization. How did they in- download this podcast, Nick, if they don't have a... If they they have a downloaded it a long time ago. Then they went to their mum's house. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, and they're at their mum's house now. It's, it's Christmas Day in the, yeah, the morning, and in they're the fed m- up with their family. Yeah, they're, and they're listening. They've got it on their little iPod. And they, oh, mum, where's the... Oh, we let the, the internet lapse. We don't know. It's not working. Just... Uh, and, of course, their mum's house in the middle of nowhere because they've rented a cottage, so they don't yeah. even have reception for uh-huh. getting on their GPRS. So go to... No, the local library. Break into the local <laughs> library and use their internet terminal. It's imperative that yes. you do. Just send it now. Yeah, now. I'm checking my email. They still not send it. <laughs> the bastards. Go, go and kill them. You know where they live. OK. okay well, give a nice thing, then. Nice thing. Hmm. Um, oh, I like Chicago. The city. Yes. I do like the city of Chicago. It has a nice balance. It really is well done. It's like a city designed for humans to live in. Victoria's uh, sister Alice and her partner Rob visited there and they found uh-huh. out that they thought the Chicagoans had a bit of a chip on their shoulder for not being New York City. Really? They found New York City people generally quite friendly to belie their reputation, but the Chicagoans were a bit chippy, But. Yeah, we're not New York. Before. I've never encountered such a thing. Chicago's so far from New York. It doesn't make sense. Like, they took a train. You could accuse Philadelphia. They took a train. Or, they took a train. No, but it, been it a very long no, train no, no, over no, no, a long no, no. time. No, 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 You know, it's not far from New York conceptually because they're both Gothamy. No, it's conceptually maybe, but distance-wise. They're both, they're both, they're both um, industrial cities that have grown up with steel <coughs> and have of, turned into mean, no. Chicago just doesn't feel enclosed like New York. I just, well, because there is a huge lake there. That's true. But then again, so New York has the sea next. There's the Atlantic Ocean next to it. So, but something about having that huge lake right in the city makes a, it. It's almost surreal when you go there, isn't it? Oh, there's a huge lake that's the size of an ocean. Yeah, exactly. And it has. It seems to be almost. It looks like going to the seaside. There's beaches and yeah. everything. I watched the. Uh, I, I when watched you fly over it, it's amazing because you just see water. You think that's a lake. That's not. Yeah. You know, I'm not over the ocean now all I can see is water from the plane window oh yes I'm over it and indeed it borders so people, many different areas And as then well people. As and then people dare to go on about the lake district in the UK how oh, dare they pathetic like the peak district oh yeah there's a bit of a bump in there the <laughs> <atmosphere. laughs> look at the, we've got some puddles we've got some puddles in that bump <laughs> it's, like, it's extraordinary like in, in Chicago there's a place called Starved Rock which is this nature reserve um, with these giant cascading waterfalls and mm-hmm. stretching rocks and miles mm-hmm. and <laughs> this is just a uh, uh, little, little tiny small detail most, on the p- edge people can't be bothered to visit at most exactly <laughs> <Whereas> <laughs> you can't get morts. into the lake district on um, summer there are entrance <laughs> embargoes <laughs> isn't that ridiculous Start U- the UK is, is rubbish that's not one of the nice things no it's not we're, we're being positive though let's not yeah no, nice. like, no I'm gonna be positive uh, positive mm-hmm. about some things in England what do I like about England um I think the NHS is good I think it's nice yeah, I think it's I'm delighted it exists. And I also, I think it's nice that people are so protective of it. I think that's nice mm-hmm. because nobody will be able to touch it really. The Radio 3 is nice. Radio Three's nice. Radio Three is like my big regret that I think this thing I forget exists. Like Lake, Lake Junction is on five nights a week, and I forget, or maybe four, and I forget yeah. to listen to it. And let's every be honest. Day. Let's be honest. Even if only on one of those nights, once a week. You hear one thing that's mm-hmm. really nice and amazing and interesting. That in yeah. that brings you into a whole new sound realm. Yeah, that's still once a week. You're you <coughs> uh, you've have how many hundreds of epiphanies have you <laughs> castrated away from you? I know, it's just shocking. But I wonder if it's podcast. It might be. I mean, Ray, Radio Three is a good thing, and it's actually worth worth remem- yeah, Reminding absolutely. yourself about it. Um, it's best to listen to it all this time of day. If you listen at like ten in the morning, you're going to yeah. hear. Some Vivaldi or something, you're going to get something obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, or you may. worst of all, you may get some horrible baritone opera. You have to stream them in your car the other day. Yeah. That baritone opera. Uh, I, uh, what I like is, along. Saturday afternoon, as the sun is beginning to go away and the cocktails are coming out, they, mm-hmm. have, they, have, they bring out some big band jazz and things like that, which always seems appropriate. It gets a little bit jazzy on Saturday afternoon, which I feel mm-hmm. is nice. It, it's in the spirit of the optimism of a Saturday. And then, of course, Sunday, Radio 4 turns into Something Understood and it's like saying... Oh, I love Something Understood. Knows, we know Sunday is very dull and <laughs> upsetting. So let's make it more so with... <laughs> I love Something Understood. It's fantastic. Oh, you Do you re- re- like it? Do you really like I it? I really enjoy I it. I thought you were being... No, party. it's snobolistic and pleasant and smart and interesting and now varied. Now we're talking about something... Now we're going to talk about death. I know, but it's but let's have Something Upsetting by John Taverner, <laughs> and then Abba. <laughs> love abba oh yeah they're another thing that i like Mm -hmm. i can say i like them they're very good um i'm very restricted on my liking of abba i like the visitors well the visitors is if if they didn't have the visitors then i wouldn't like them in the same way that i do in that the visitors justified what they did and showed the true craft that was behind it and the artistry behind it um i don't like i i'm saving i'll save my abba talk for another Okay. For another podcast. You have to make I, I your mind up now. If you want to get the half past six train, mm-hmm. we have to stop now. If you're going to get the seven, and we can carry on. I think it would be rude to stop now. I okay. think our, our listeners would be very <laughs> <pretty> angry. <laughs> they would be distraught. <laughs> so the pitchforks would come out. <laughs> Christmas morning, hating their families, listening to this is something to do. It could then... be deaths, because you know the the next ten minutes, think about it, it would be like the sliding door scenario. If we didn't, oh yes. the next ten minutes, suddenly they'll... The wife will start annoying them, they'll have the turkey carving knife and they'll be rampaging and blood. They'll the than... children. Oh my goodness, it's Think awful. Think about what we've just averted. We've literally saved lives. Yes. I'm proud of us. I'm, <laughs> I'm proud never of being me. more proud. I'm patting myself on my back. <coughs> watch, watch, what am I doing? You're punching yourself in the balls. That's a really weird thing to have <laughs> yeah. done. Yes. That's the magic of radio. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of other things that I like. Do you like anything that isn't food or television? How dare you? It's <laughs> a Chicago, is the entire Chicago thing. pizza, and it's a film which is like I've a television I've never had a deep program. dish pizza. I don't think I like the sound of deep it just, dish I pizza. I see the adverts for it, it's just too much cheese. Mm, too much cheese and too yeah. much pa- pastiness. Um, <coughs> so that's not food or television. Have I mentioned any food at all, in fact? This is completely maligning my character. Chicken. I didn't say no, chicken, you I'm give- brought up chicken. I'm, give- I'm giving you chicken. I do love chicken. Because of the versatility and the marvellousness. Okay. So Tell what I dislike about chicken is quite how quickly the raw stuff goes rancid. Oh. I wish it would just last a little bit longer. I wish I had the sustainability of <laughs> bacon. Bacon really puts in a good effort to go... Not well, it all the salt? Longer. But if you, if you store the chicken in a ton of salt... <laughs> That's probably, true. I, you Have know. you ever cooked a roast chicken in salt? No. It's fantastic. You put a bed of, of rock salt, like a thick, you know, a good oh, half no, I've had inch. fish... I've had at a restaurant in, in Spain, we had fish given mm-hmm. to us, where you basically had a... A massive salt concrete dome, and yeah. you crack it open. Oh right! Okay. Well, unless you just you lay a tray, you fill the tray. I like get half inch of, 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 salt on the bottom, and then you put the chicken in it, and it mm-hmm. cooks in that. And it, it means you can't make gravy from the juices, which is the enormous downside of doing this. Mm-hmm. But this chicken is just so much more juicy; it's amazing. Right? You do this the magic of osmosis. Oh, I shall try that. What's what, very what, good? What else? I like privet hedges. Where you've really? got, no, no, I don't oh, like yeah. the hedges, no. Okay. But the, 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 you know the small little oval um, leaves that you get on them, quite mm-hmm. dark, and they're slightly brittle, and if you take them off, and you snap them in your fingers. Oh, yeah. I like doing that. It's the it's most satisfying. But that comes into all those satisfying things that we like, like, you know, the, the popping of the uh, bubble pack, wrap. the bubble wrap and all yeah. that kind of thing. It's that, it's that same sort of sensation. There I are. don't especially, I was thinking about this the other day, I don't especially enjoy popping bubble wrap. I find it's, like it's too sharp and, and yeah. high noise. Yeah, no, you're right. But there are things... We all have those oh, yeah. very comforting... It, it, it's things that we don't actually talk about really mm-hmm. generally, but there are comforting tactile sensations that we can almost become repetitive with and everybody's got. But I like twizzling my hair between my fingers and then when I get a haircut and it's too short to do that, yeah. I, I, I get what have I done?! It's nothing left to twizzle. Well, you've, you've got a your beard is my growing. mighty beard, Your mighty beard. But you know, sometimes when you don't have a beard, you just got—I don't know—you if You've you just got a little hair that's just grown over there, and you can sometimes just play with the one. I chin like it. Hair. I like it when the big long hair comes out, and then you can pokey pokey the yes. song end of the your finger. Hair pokey, pokey pokey exactly. is, is the thing which you enjoy. It's a remarkable. And what do you do with it? What do you do with it? Finally, let put it in the bin. You just throw it away. You don't yeah. eat it. Oh well. Ooh no. Sometimes it's nice to get the sebum, the bottom of the hair. Where if you've pulled it out completely, and you eat them. Oh, talking of that, I like when you can pull a blade of grass out the ground, and you get the whole white oh, shoot, yes. and you chew-chew on that white s- shoot, and it's not the peel nicest. It, or you or you, sometimes you, if you manage, you know, you've got a thick blade of grass, you manage to mm-hmm. peel it just on the joining of the grass, that's a very nice thing oh, to do as true. well. Very good. Okay. <coughs> the, the, all these all these tactile sensations. I like with the blade of grass between the thumbs and you do you blow and you make the horrendous whistling oh, yes. sound. That's quite a noise. It yes. frightens everyone. But in but, the but area. you see that's not really tactile that's that's oral. That's too as oral and oral and oral. Yeah. Um <coughs> I don't like coughing. No, I'm sorry about all the coughing. I've been coughing I've coughed on at least 3 different podcasts in the last few weeks. Is it, it lung good. cancer? I imagine so. It's one of those. Well, you shouldn't smoke. Maybe bronchitis. Either. Yeah. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life, have you? Have you ever put a cigarette to your lips? I, might, I Probably my father, where my father used to smoke. Oh, yeah. And I probably put one in I know I've put it. tried this pipe once when I was a kid. My dad smoked a pipe, but I was never tempted. But, uh, you know, I just put it out. But I think I put it once, and it was just so horrifically awful mm-hmm. that, uh, why the hell would I want to do this? Yeah. Like a very bad electric shock going into <laughs> I just It smells horrible and Well, it's dangerous. as horrible as you imagine it is. You have to work very hard and then you become addicted to the horribleness <laughs> of it. I think I was lucky as a kid that I had a group of friends at school, none of whom smoked. And so mm. I think it's entirely whether you smoke or not. It depends on whether your friends do, doesn't it really? Mm. And of course your parents. And my dad gave up his pipe when I was quite young. And yeah, mm. never really an influence. I never really felt the, the strong desire to smoke a cigarette. I like contrapuntal music. Explain to us for us what that is. Um, it's music with a number of different lines playing through it. Baroque music, like Vivaldi and Bach, where you have the bass playing something different from what from the other instruments are playing, themselves are playing different lines which are conjoining and integrating and dancing between one another. Contrapuntal music, counterpoint, in other words, where Uh one instrument will be speaking to another instrument, having its own melody, twisting with the other melody. The Brandenburg concerti, for example, are all full of contrapuntal music. Um, And then that sort of style of music went away in the classical period where you got more blocks of sound and the themes were much more vertical rather than horizontal, if you like. Uh And then it came back again with jazz, of course, where the bass would be doing something different to the trumpet on top. So I like contrapuntal music as something about the way it entertains my mind. Brandenburg Concerto Number Three would be my favourite piece of music in existence. That's probably fair enough. Yes, I think so. It carries everything that you yeah. could ever want. Yeah, yeah. the Brandenburg Concerto, concerto- <coughs> played well. Uh you know the cliche? Of the of gestor- Do you remember when we went to see it on the original instruments? In yes, London. that was yes, that was superb. Yes. I have a theory, but I, do you know what I also love cellists? Yes. I've never seen an ugly cellist. No, all, uh, that was your hypothesis, wasn't all it? All cellists are beautiful. Like, I would marry a cellist just on even, that basis. Even, even if it were a man cellist? I don't think so, no. Maybe a lady cellist i prefer. Are all but man cellists are beautiful I've well. never really noticed the man... I've never, I don't think I've even seen a man cellist play no, live. More, it's more likely to be cellists. a lady cellist. But, uh, so, yes. And, they, of course, these poor lady cellists have to balance the cello between their legs because they had no, no pointy stands oh, on. Oh, yeah. Which is, that caused a problem <coughs> with your pointy stand. Thank you for that obvious joke. Um, but I think I think it makes me think like tr- they're playing traditional instruments and therefore they had no stand. But w- what were they thinking? Not putting a stand on the cellos <laughs> back then? It really did not occur to the- anyone to have yeah. like a block to rest it no, on or well, laziness, yes. It was decadent. Bizarre. We stood behind um, Sean Bean in the queue. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. And he just died in the first Lord of the Rings film. That dates this. So someone can work out when this was. Yeah. Um, I was like, you're dead, Boromir. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. And there he was right in front of us, the liar. Yeah. lying, cheap, fake, death, mm. evil, cheat man. There's something I don't like, Lord of the Rings, but we're not yet to well, talk uh, about what I don't like. we That's have true. Talk about I what could, I, that literally, Boromir, Sean Bean being Boromir, is about the one thing I can remember about it. So Boromir more like. Uh, that's clever what you did. Yeah. What else do you like? Um, I just did one. I just like Brandon Bergson number three. But was and one. Cellists. And Cellists. Okay. Cellists. Uh, were you... could there any female cellists out there who want to marry me just get in touch it's a podcast at Yeah, and we'll get, I'll marry you yeah. because I want to marry a cellist exactly um, and I like well you know I like celluloid I like films and projectors and things mm-hmm. and then again that's just atavistic you, you can you can argue the benefits of digital projection in cinemas, but for me, the life is gone at that point. It's just a big, dead telly. Um, <laughs> I'm not interested. I want there to be a projection in the back there with <coughs> spools of film that he's had to fight with and is running through the projector. But you also, and insist, spotty. You also insist on no-sound during your films and a man playing piano at the side, don't you? No. So, <laughs> I know, I like sound films, but I, I quite like the sound films where the, the film is encoded analogue on the side of the film, so that you, you hear all the spots and the plus splutters mm-hmm. and the crackles, I quite like that. I like, a thing I like is um, the word movie, because movie. when you think about that word, it's like, when we say the talkies, we talk about the talkies, you know, when they first yeah. introduced sound to, yeah. to films, there's this kind of antiquated, silly old word that people used to use. Yeah. Well, what's movie? It's movie? Movie! It's a movie. It moves. Yes. It's not like they, when they used to just used to go to the cinema and just look at a static picture. Do you from know what they call all. it? I know they call it in some places other than this, but my parents will call this in South Africa. Do you know what they say when they're going to the cinema? No. We're going to the bioscope. Oh, really? <laughs> Still today. They say, we're going to the bioscope. Wow. <laughs> and do you know, uh, I've told you this before, but when you stop at the traffic lights, mm-hmm. you know what they say? No. You know, uh, turn, uh, turn left at the third robot. <laughs> you haven't told me that before. The robot. We had to stop at the robot. The <laughs> other heroes are talking about that. It's not, wow. it's not that. It's an advanced <laughs> sci-fi society. Is there the robot? We had to. We had to stop. But the robot kept us back. Robot is what they use for traffic lights. They. Yeah. I do. but I love when a word that's just really silly when you think about it is in common use. Like roundabout is another one. A roundabout uh, going around around roundabout. Most countries don't call it that though, do they? Turning circle is the is circle. the other option. Um, then there's a lollipop <laughs> Just think about lollipop Rory flop. <laughs> Ridiculous word lollipop is well, I say there's a way to detest, to, to detest Well of course we all detest them, But the way to detect some an oriental gentleman <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm just being a bit racist again from our previous episode. We're <laughs> the racist <laughs> No, because I was thinking we were racist against black people and Jews in the last episode, That's which, is, which is last. But we weren't racist against any Asians. so That's I thought we way to take the balance get 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 somebody from Japan to say lollipop, and say Rory frog Except and that's how they would say it if they were being portrayed <laughs> in a movie in nineteen eighties America. Oh, <laughs> Rory from. That's because that's how they all speak. They all, they all. They Not all, one of them no, doesn't. No, even even an Asian person who happened to be born of assimilated parents in America. It's <laughs> just i I am from America and I say Rory from <laughs> exactly. So all Asian people speak. It's it's part of the way. And you know what else about built. them? They're yeah. all kung fu experts and inscrutable. That's true. <laughs> good at math <laughs> yes. Now, there's a reason why they are good at maths. <coughs> it's to do with their language um, uh, the way English puts numbers together is ridiculous the what? way where, like when we say 13 they won't say 13 they say 10-3 right and when we say um, twi- 23 they'll say 2-10-3 and that's so there's almost their, their sums are almost done for them oh, when they say their when they actually say their uh How about the stupid words? ones though uh, they're killed at birth ok so that's how it works. And that's our uh, sociological study of Asia. Yes. <laughs> it's a big continent. It's but interesting. I think we've encapsulated it there. Something that's interesting is my my understanding when someone says Asian, I now immediately default to the American understanding of Asian. Oh, it's very different, yeah. Chinese slash Japanese, whereas over here, yeah. Asian defaults to Indian. Well, yes, and, and it's interesting. We have a different word here. For example, we had a shop near us called Oriental City. So if you want to be specific, you say oh, Oriental. Uh, mm-hmm. And well, that's become a, 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 a negative term in America. In well, exactly. And, my, and, and it's interesting. Uh, my cousin uh, is getting married to uh, an American-Chinese mm-hmm. woman. And we were, talking, we were having dinner with both of them. And Victoria was talking about, uh, at the time, uh, uh, the, the shop that I've just mentioned was closing down. We said, and he said, oh, well, it's a pity you, won't, you haven't come into London because actually there's a very nice shop near us. Called, uh, and, and we're discussing what we bought from there. It's called Oriental City. Mm-hmm. And there was a son's oh, side. No. And she kind of looked really slightly shocked, right. and like uh, uh, you know, be like sort of saying, "Oh, and we just we went out to Niggerland." <laughs> you know, oh, it's it, 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 yeah. it's just almost that reaction. Yeah. Like, well, no, but in in in, in, in England, it, it doesn't have that connotation mm-hmm. at all. I think it's possibly because here there's a differentiation between the <clears throat> from the Indian subcontinent meaning Asian and from the Far East yeah. Orient, or the Orient, so to speak so no i mean that's a mistake it's, that yes. you only make once in the us <laughs> it's true yeah it is funny and, and and so i ask american friends what do you how do you refer to people from india pakistan and, and so on yeah and the <laughs> the answer i only answer i've had from friends is to kind of hang their head and say indian <laughs> so like in the same way that all people from uh, all latino people get lumped as mexican yeah. It seems that all people from that area of Asia become Indian, which is fair enough because I mean it was India and Pakistan was a very artificial later creation. It was very sad, Gandhi wanted it all to be India, and just couldn't live together happily. Why can't we all just? <laughs> get why together? can't we all just get along? <laughs> why can't we? Well, it would make it much easier to identify people by how they look. Yes, exactly. You're an India, <laughs> and you're a Europe. That's right. If you could, yeah. uh, th- that, that's another thing. Is Americans get completely confused when they say? Um, I'm going to visit Europe, and you go, "Oh, whereabouts?" So say, "London." You're like, what? "I thought you said Europe." We, we, we ourselves have no concept of which continent we're in. Yes. So when Americans quite rightly refer to London or oh, you so, so different in Europe. You're so different in Europe. Yes, they are. Yes, yeah, so it's funny foreigners in Europe. No, but Europe. Well, what do you mean? How dare you? Even someone as even peop- even pro European people have no concept of being in Europe. Yeah. It's no, very but you've peculiar. got you're a little. You're the Special island. Because the water, special you a bit of water say, not in Europe. It's special. You've got your own. You've got your own continental slab stone. <laughs> That's right. We're in the continent of Great Britain. <laughs> Absolutely, it's not called Great for nothing. <laughs> no. It, it lies in between, it's kind of a little sliver in, that's kind of injected in between the Scandinavian European bits and the rest of Europe. Is, Apart from that bottom bit of Ireland. Yeah. We should just push that down, not onto the rest now of the No, That's on a different continental shelf. Oh, OK. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I see. Around the, about Ulster, it just kind of <laughs> makes a lot more sense. That's why it's a bit craggy there. Ah, of course. Yeah, That's uh, good. I laugh that it actually is, it probably is, geologically, <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Um um, we need one, one or One two. more thing, unite. Like. One more thing. Yeah, well, one, like. one more thing that you like. One thing. I oh, know I'm not ready. You have to do one. Okay. Uh, I just did roundabouts and lollipops, so it's your turn. Um, one more thing that I like is when people confound my expectations. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody whom I think is probably a bit thick, right, and a bit common to use the horrible term. <laughs> actually says something or does something that confounds that because I like people when they don't enact their stereotype mm-hmm. the inverse of that is because when somebody does enact their stereotype I get very depressed but, uh, right. but when, when when I'm not talking I'm not I'm not saying this in a kind of almost a patronising way but it's just good because it reminds you that actually stereotypes are generally rubbish. <coughs> yes. Which only. is why, why I quite like it. Which is why when people act just like their stereotype like when you see the, the very butch lesbian making herself look as ugly as she can it, it can be a bit depressing. Why are you, you dwarking yourself like that? You sh- you know what's the point? Surely your girlfriend would like you to put on a bit of makeup. That's just oh my weird. god I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> see how I, I imagine to invert, invert a very high <laughs> high-minded, a very high-minded, beautiful point into yes. the gutter. It's a on the same in one fell swoop. But I'm quite good at that. Actually. Yes, it's quite good. I, at you. I almost subverted your <laughs> your impressions of what I would do there. I like the way you all, you looked horrified with yourself as you were saying it. No, but it is true. <laughs> that though. was But cute. it is true. Now I don't know why lesbians do make themselves look so horrific. Maybe sometimes. you should ask. No, I have, I actually have. though no, that it is a problem with feeling forced even today in playing to a particular gender role so you know that if you're going out with the femme then you have to be the butch and apparently that is a bit of a problem because people then have feel they have to actually act out the butch and probably becomes a bit tedious but there you go it's not something i've ever had to face no yes you have <laughs> what, when i was a lesbian yes yeah, I remember I don't like you to talk had about yeah. when I was a lesbian. Oh, you had a terrible problem with the rouge because you were allergic to the foundation that went underneath it, and really the, the eyeliner wasn't you, dear. <laughs> anyway, what else? You've got to say something you like now. Something I like. i ran out of things that I like. Do I've you like liked. juggling? I don't, well, I enjoy juggling. No, but not like, no, no. No, it's not in the same way. That's it. We've gone through everything. I enjoy else. teaching someone else to juggle. Getting someone because people everyone thinks they can't, I so can't it's actually juggle. quite as well I can teach you, it's quite simple. And it's quite fun seeing people go from that You can you can you can teach me but you'll have to charge. Uh, but I can teach you but I'd have that's to That's a kill quote you. that's a quote no that's a quote from a song. Is it? All the boys Like their milkshake in my yard or something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 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 I will teach you but I'll have to charge. She's a mercenary. <laughs> Yeah, so she doesn't do it out of the kindness of her heart. Can you once again say how the chorus goes? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the milkshake's reasonably priced in my yard. <laughs> yes, and 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 uh, hell, damn right, it is better than yours. It is. It is a lot better than my milkshake because I use proper gold top milk. I don't use semi skimmed. <laughs> I just get my milkshake from from Burger King. so it's made of potato, isn't the it? St- Burger King, McDonald's milkshakes. I haven't had one in a decade, but they were delicious. But Burger King's are awful oh poor old burger king i know it's sad isn't it i like a really well-made burger but they very rarely are made well it's something it can be so ruined by the bun yes the bun it makes or breaks mm. sometimes i actually have to remove most of the bun and just eat them in so that's it i'm just guessing my money's worth in the meat there but the bun is a dead loss right where are we now we're in exactly oh, 45 evening. minutes. Good heavens, well, it was a bit longer before for, for your Crimble episode, so I wish everybody <coughs> a merry Kwanzaa Festivus. Um. <laughs> ooh, because you can't mention I, Christmas. Ooh, I, I can't mention it. Ooh, ooh. Can't we, say Christmas. Have, have a happy multicultural Winterville, everybody. Because you'll go to prison if you mention it. I will. Ooh, I'm being dragged away now by the <laughs> Flap. Ooh, help, help. I'm being dragged Bye, everyone. <laughs>